The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Hey, Dr. Bill here with another exciting Meet the Mentor. So Leap is coming, you guys, um, July 22nd to the 28th, confirmed. Mark Wahlberg, confirmed Anthony Hopkins, confirmed Paula Abdul, almost confirmed Elon Musk. We're working on that, but I think it's going to happen. Um, and uh, we just have such a great lineup of speakers. We're adding them right and left, and we're filling up the program. So please, please, please go to our website. It's on the screen right here or right here or wherever Charlie's going to put it on here. Go to the screen, www.leapfoundation.com. And one of the things about Leap Week that makes it so exciting is the mentor workshop. And Michelle's actually been there before. Um, her boyfriend, Chris, is amazing. He'll be there. Um, both of them are speaking. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what, what Michelle's going to speak about. Chris is going to speak as well. Chris just redid my whole new demo reel and everything. It's amazing. So let me give you the formal kind of introduction on Michelle. So. I got to get close because now instead of holding it, I have it right there. Uh, Michelle Delamore is an American Idol finalist. I will make you sing today. <laughs> and a recording artist whose single Keep On Moving is featured in Just Dance 2018 along with her sister. Michelle is a co-founder of No Girl Left Behind, which she's going to tell us about. And it's an organization um, dedicated to uniting and empowering young women. And she has been speaking all over the country at, at high schools and universities. And I think your goal is to speak to, what, a million? A million girls by 2020. A million girls by 2020. And I know you'll do it, yes, right? Absolutely. So, okay, let's, well, let's start with American Idol. Totally. Because that's where it all started. By the way, if you didn't know this, American Idol and Roseanne are saving ABC in the ratings. Their ratings were literally in the dump. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, and those wow. two shows brought ABC back to one of the top networks this year. Um, and my good friend, Katy Perry, is one of the judges Amazing. on there, and she's rocking it. Very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I saw you did a grill for her, right? I did, I did. We did the million. In fact, that was my second Guinness World Book yes, record, the Million so Dollar cool. Grill by Dr. Bill. That's absolutely so how was the American Idol experience? It was um, insanity, pure insanity for sure. Um, so that was insane. There was about 110,000 people my year that auditioned. Wow. Um, so pretty much from day one, when you go to the very first audition in Miami where I'm from, it was about 11,000 people just there and they knocked it down to 100 of us. So it was just constantly that kind of thing where, you know, they're bringing it down to the finalists. Um, it was pretty intense, but such a great opportunity to learn about my Myself, um, to grow and to find out kind of how strong I can be under pressure and I just feel like I learned a lot because I never felt that I got to really show America who I was as an artist because I was so focused on like what the judges were saying and all these different things and um, that was a huge lesson for me to always be true to who I am because it's not like listening to everyone worked out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. But yeah. So how long did you go? I mean, we're on, mm -hmm. we're on Top the show. 10. Yeah. Top 10? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. What was the best song you did on there? Um, interestingly enough, my best song, I would probably say was, uh, God. 
you know something weird happens when you're on a show like that maybe it's just me but you're almost like you never want to hear those songs again oh yeah that's <laughs> yeah, super weird but I'm like I never it's like I'll see people and they're like oh my god with arms wide open I'm like no um, but I would say Sarah McLaughlin has a song Angel and so I did that during Hollywood week which was my favorite but um, but yeah there are a bunch of songs did you have to follow. you had to do that acapella Hollywood week don't you no so acapella is when you're first audition yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could just like do a few uh, bars of it for us yeah maybe later for sure no no maybe now <laughs> um, wait so this is Sarah McLaughlin um, I did uh Spend all your time waiting for a second chance For brave they'll make it okay There's always some reason to feel not good enough Anyways, it keeps going. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's Let's give it Oh, I love it. Here we have a big audience today. Hi guys. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I did that song, but I did a bunch of songs. It was pretty cool. A really, really insane experience. So we have a lot of really exciting things to talk about. Let's first talk about your music career. Yes, yes. And then let's talk about No Girl Left Behind. Okay? Yes. Music career. Where are you? So I'm very excited. So um releasing my EP in the next three months. In August, actually, I'll be releasing my EP. Super excited about that. And then I have have, um, my single Keep On Moving is featured on Just Dance 2018, which is so cool because I actually love Just Dance. It's about 50 million people buy Just Dance per year, so it's wow. really cool to be featured on there um, along with huge artists as well. So um, that's really great. So that's kind of where that stands right now. It's five songs that um, are just so much fun. And then, of course, doing the tour, which is in conjunction with Number Left Behind. So it all kind of comes together. Okay, so if people want to see you like live on yes. the tour, how do they get info? So actually, the way the tour works right now is exclusively through schools so um at the moment if you'd like to see me live there's a lot of social media content that i do unless you're at the schools um however next year we're starting conferences which will be open to the public that we're super excited about and your social media is, is michelle delamore M-I-C-H-E-L-E on, on everything? Instagram, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Instagram is pretty much where I live. I love Instagram. Yeah, yeah. me too. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> I actually have a lot of help. I don't live there. <laughs> I pretend like, I love No, her. no. I, I mean, uh, you know what? Like, for me, I'm getting like five to ten new patients a month just from Instagram. Right. I mean, like they're that's seeing amazing. before yeah. and after stuff that I do and all that. So I feel like that's the best one. Um um, you know, Twitter, I don't know, that's good for Trump, it's not good for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Instagram seems hilarious. to be where people actually look at your work more. So yes. I, I get it, yes. I get it. But the content that you have online, if people really want to like hear your whole songs and all that, I'm sure you have a website. Or- Absolutely, so um, michelledelamore.com, for sure. I have a website there um, and that pretty much has like what's going on. Um, and then of course, Keep On Moving is on there too. But we'll be releasing music videos and all that good stuff to go along with the and and the songs that you're releasing are those you alone or you and your sister are a mix oh so my sister um she's more on the business side so she doesn't perform um but she's amazing <laughs> she performs she in the shower <laughs> okay so um yeah no so it's me by myself and then of course um i write my songs and then i also have co-writers that i collaborate with mm-hmm. sweet and actually chris who you mentioned he um produced half of the ep 
Uh, Chris, who is actually not her boyfriend, it's her fiance. <laughs> I saw the whole engagement. I know, it's like life. I know you did see that. I oh did, I did. I mean, not live. I, you uh, saw the videos. Yeah, it was awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. He's a very romantic guy. There were flowers and Purple hearts. Purple petals and, uh, yeah, the, Like, and then, then with Photoshop, you got, like, stars coming out of the sky. <laughs> and, uh, it's amazing. It's hilarious. Um, so what's the like the pie in the sky like musical career dream? You know, for me, music is such a platform to be able to really reach as many people as possible and help them kind of access the greatness that they are, you know? Um, so I feel like the dream is being able to um, have No Girl Left Behind grow huge and have music be the platform for that as well. So um, opening up, uh, I would say starting off with like arenas and all those big things and then world tours would be really great and having like many, many albums, of course. But my biggest, biggest dream is to really impact as many lives of girls as possible. Okay, this, you are like an edgy Oprah. I saw you <laughs> in action. I saw you in action. Yeah, let's talk about No Girl Left yes. Time because you are an edgy Oprah. Let me tell you what she does. She takes a room full of high school girls, right? And, you know, she kind of, like, wows them with, like, music and this and that. And they're all kind of like, okay, why am I here? They're sitting here. And then she, like, she gets right into it. Bullying. Okay. Bullying. And she looks out in the audience. She's like, um, has anybody in the audience ever really been bullied? And you look around. And then you see this, this girl sheepishly yeah. raise her hand. And Michelle just like, hey, come on up here, you know, and she's very nurturing and can you tell me about it? So, you know, this girl is sharing her experience and whatnot. And this is the killer moment, you ready? Is the person who bullied you <laughs> sitting in the audience? Well, you know they are, because they, they go to school together. Yeah. She calls her out. She calls her out. She goes, yeah, it's her. And this girl's like, like <laughs> going in her seat like this, you know? It's such an amazing Wait. moment. And then, this is the part that killed me. Is there anybody else in the audience who's been bullied by her? And all of a sudden, you see like 20 girls raising their hand. It was amazing. And then, she pulls the bully on stage. And at the end, the two are hugging and the bully is apologizing you're amazing. No, you know, it's so it's so awesome because I think, first of all, for me, it's so hard to even use the word bully because, of course, the girls who are lashing out or acting out in that way, they've gone through their own set of issues and, you know, they have their things that are going on that have caused them to act in that way. So we create, like, this even playing field where there's empathy on both sides, and so they feel safe enough. They feel safe enough to be able to open up with why in the first place are they acting in that way. And so we've had girls talk about the abuse that they've gone through at home and things like, um, you know, severe abuse since the age of three and now when they get to school they're really really upset and they take it out on the other girls and everyone starts it, to yeah. understand each other um so it's a very powerful moment when they can actually open up about why and you know that there's a transformation a shift and that will never occur again there becomes like a sisterhood we've had girls there was a girl actually who had um 
hit another girl across the head with a chair. And so she apologized. It didn't happen at our event. It had happened prior. Um, she apologized to the girl and she opened up about why she acts the way she does. Um, and the girl came up on stage and she said, it's okay, I love you, I forgive you, you're my sister. And they were both in tears. You know, it's a very powerful moment. I, I saw it. Yeah. I, I was in tears. I it's felt amazing. like a big wimp. Oh. It's, it's it's unbelievable that you yeah. can do that. And, Thank you so much. You know, and, and it's so necessary, Yeah. you know, but to like really get in there and yeah. do it, I like I, I'm like she's not gonna do that shit. Oh, and then you like pull her it's up. Super interactive. <laughs> I mean, and I have an amazing team. I share the stage also with another girl named Natalie, who's pretty awesome and dynamic. Of course, my sister. We have a core team of about eight girls running the show, and then we have volunteers. It's so interactive. I mean, at any given moment, it's it's also very spontaneous. We have to be so in the moment for the girls um, to be fully receptive to whatever they're going through. Um, but we will like jump off stage and go into the crowd and we're talking like no, you know, 1500 girls at a time and it's yeah. unbelievable and how did you actually get access into these schools um you know what it's been a few years of really doing smaller workshops we started off doing small workshops and we just developed really great relationships with schools um and and like i said it was about 30 girls at first then it grew to about 100 girls it was like a slow um you know growth process mostly because we that's what we knew it was like this is we're seeing the transformation and um it was very intimate and it was amazing we were doing detention centers as well um but basically just that developing really great relationships and um i decided to take a leap <laughs> i took a leap and i um, had this idea to really just um take it to the next level so we take all the girls from the school yeah and let me tell you something if you're watching this and you have a message and you really feel like like you have a message that's gonna help change lives and you wanna get out there, this is what I suggest you do. First of all, get four or five of your friends, sit them in a room and just do your thing, you know, if it's 10, 15, 20 minutes and, and, and film it. You can just use your iPhone. You don't need to like hire. And my first recommendation is do it and watch yourself. Right. Because you're gonna learn a lot by watching yourself. I mean, I've been on TV now for 20 years and I will tell you I've worked with media trainers and this and that. I'm the hardest critic I have. Oh like when I watch myself, I, I like I beat myself up more than they do. So first watch yourself and see what you could do better. Then take that, once you get it into a place you like it, and go to a school and ask them if you could speak to a small audience. And then film that and then keep doing that and in the beginning you'll you'll probably do it for free and I know Michelle you you don't even want to get paid you just do this for for you know for the sake of doing it but you know you can take this and do this repetitively and not get paid and then one day you're going to get a call from a university it's going to say hey well, you know, we'll pay you $2,000 to be a keynote speaker. Right. And that's a really great way to kind of get on the speaking you know, circuit if that's what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've done, we started off, well, I kind of, I started in that world since I was very young. So I started when I was about 11, but absolutely going to schools. We've done detention centers. We've done really, really small groups of like 10 girls, you know, but every single girl matters. So it was so important um, for us. And so, yeah, like you said, um, the tour is actually 100% free to all girls because we wanted all girls to have access to this. Um, so regardless of the socioeconomic background, if you're in Compton or you're in Beverly Hills, like you get the same access to this amazing program. Um, and then, yeah, it was also very important for us. We are a nonprofit organization, but we are actually transitioning into for-profit because um, it's really important for us to be able to uh, kind of 
create a business model that is able to sustain the level of impact that we want to create. So, yeah, so who's funding it now? Are the schools funding it? So actually at the moment, it's been or? completely self-funded by my sister and I. Um, and then now is when we're reaching into um, the fall tour. We're um, in talks with a lot of partners and sponsors now that, you know, the proof of concept happened and it's just been amazing and the outcome was just so great and the response right. was so great. So we have a lot of interest there and um, that's basically what we're, what we're working on now. Are most of the speaking engagements you're doing in the Los Angeles area? So yeah, so for the rest of 2018, it is Los Angeles and then we're off to the nationwide tour. So we'll do West Coast and then East Coast. Okay, so like if you go to Beverly Hills High School and you're not coming there, but you are going to like, say, Compton High School mm -hmm. and I want to go see you, is there a way that that can happen or... I mean, I know I can't go because I'm a guy. Yeah, yeah, it's no, totally literally like no, guys no men are allowed. <laughs> the only men are, I think, the cameraman, right? Yes. Yeah, so, and that's her fiance. So, so, well, actually, he's a production manager, um, and so he's behind. Like, you can't even see him because he's behind the curtain. Um, and then our sound team—it's three guys: sound and light and effects. We do full production and everything. But so if uh, if a young do. woman from one school wants to go, can that happen? Or so what I would say the best thing to do is to reach out through um, No Girl Left Behind. Com, like in the section, you know, where you um, send a little message and that way we can get in touch with your school or you request it from your school. Because at the moment, that specific tour is just for high schools. And what's the actual like goal of No Girl Left Behind? Right. The goal is really to unite as many girls as possible and empower them to be able to live their best life. So, um, you know, there's this huge divide and there's this like, you know, societal divisive programming that has happened over years and years and years. And so we want to break that. We want girls to know that um, if they support each other and they come together as sisters, anything is possible. And we want them to be able to have the tools to live the life of their dreams. Yeah, camaraderie yeah. is so important. Yeah. You know, it, what you're doing is amazing. And I, I feel so honored because Michelle will be at LEAP this year and she's going to do a program for the young women. I, as a father of three young women, um, had a very kind of... Um, rude awakening because I grew up pretty much with all boys. I were four brothers and then my younger sister is like eight years younger than us. So we didn't really like go to high school and all that all stuff right. together. But like growing up with all boys and then raising three girls, it's like apples and oranges. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's so much harder to be a young woman <laughs> than to be a young man. I, I think, I mean, maybe that's a horrible thing to say, but I think that especially today, it's, it feels like there's so much more pressure. Definitely. With social media, social yeah. media too. I mean, a it, lot of programming, like I yeah. said, you know, you see a lot of, um, things like you know the magazines and where it's like who wore it best it's kind of like we've been programmed to compete and so I think one of the things that makes it easier for guys is the fact that there is like this almost unspoken brotherhood where they kind of look out for each other but whereas girls they tear each other down and I so. also I also feel like guys don't really care that much <laughs> you know like like I always felt like my daughters cared so much like yeah. she said this and she I'm like you're so more what? Emotional for sure. You know, yeah. like he said that, like, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, it's, it, it, it and it, it was really, for me as a dad, it was a really crazy experience. Yeah. And the thing I happens. didn't, I didn't even think about all the things they think about. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's very different for guys for sure. But like the bullying that happens with girls 
For sure. It leaves like a long lasting impression and it's really unfortunate. I mean, it's like emotional, you know, it's like deeply rooted emotional yeah. issues that kind of are causing, they stay, um, they stay long term. And so, you know, the girls are pretty mean to each other in school. So I, I saw that and I, I literally couldn't believe it. Yeah. And, and, and like their best friends would, yeah. be, they'd be crying like, daddy. But it stems from something. And so if we can give them the tools or an understanding yeah, to see that there's a better way. Give them all that stuff. Yeah, there's a better way. Yeah, there be this is way a better way. Yeah, it, you'll be. You know, I, I lost my, 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 my last grandmother a few years ago. And she was the sweetest, sweetest, sweetest woman. And, um, you know, we grew up, you know, pretty Jewish, but like I never really was into religion that much. And, and I realized that she really wasn't that much either. And I said, I said, Grandma, I said, what religion are you? She said, my religion is really easy, sweetie. It's three words. I'm like, what is that? She said, just be kind. That's amazing. And that's really yeah. all we need. Yeah. I mean, if that message goes out, it doesn't matter what religion you are. Just be kind. Just be nice to people. I mean, that's all we really have to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if there's anything I could ever do to help spread your message, please let me know because Thank I just, so I love what you do. I love your passion. I love your commitment. I love your talent. I love everything about you. I'm so happy my friend's marrying you because <laughs> he's getting a great, a great, great You're partner so for sweet. life. Thank you, you guys make the best couple. And if you want to see Michelle live at Leap, please come. Yes. Um, otherwise, you can go on her website at michelledelamore.com um, yeah. and you can see where she's speaking and if she's not speaking in your area then you go to the no girls left behind website and see if you can get in and see yes, it yes we'll just message us but it's it, it's mind boggling and also if you um if you go ahead and sign up for the newsletter then you'll be first to know when we're doing the conferences which are totally um open to the public and we're super excited about that too. yeah all right, Michelle, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. You're, You're amazing. Best. You're no, the best. And remember, LEAP is July 22nd to the 28th at UCLA. We are about uh, three quarters of the way full, so there's still room. So hurry up and sign up if you want to come. And with that, Dr. Bill, over and out. To learn more about the LEAP Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the LEAP Foundation on Instagram at Leap Foundation, and on Twitter at Leap Los Angeles. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.